Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon and welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. Jerry's back with us. Yay! Yay. I lived through it. Yay! I got more I got more bad mouth than for doing the radio show before I had my appendix out than, yeah. I, than anything else. I and, said, well. And you weren't even going to go after the show. No. Well, I'll go home. <laughs> you were going to take it out yourself and save money. I tried to tell, tell my family that the show must go on and that Milton made me come Oh, that's day. not true. <laughs> I, but it went well, and I'm yeah. fully recuperated. Yeah. It's amazing with laparoscopic surgery oh, how quickly man, people can Oh, man, that's unbelievable. Yeah. I, I went in. Uh, I, I'm kind of waiting before to see if he can make it through the whole show. Here. <laughs> I bet he will. Oh, yeah, I'm all healed and ready to go. And uh, I'm the only one on the set here today that doesn't have a mask, which makes me safe. Because yeah. as long as y'all are not breathing out those... Uh, yeah, you're... Why do you think we're wearing our masks to be protected from you? <laughs> no, oh, I see. Is that the way it goes? <laughs> well, listen, it's a nice day out here at Millburgers. Uh, we're glad to have you back. Mark did a great job, but it's always good to have you back. Gosh, Mark is... Uh, Matured over. I haven't done a show with him in 15 years. It seems like <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was kind of fun. It's kind of neat to have yeah. somebody with a little with a different uh, knowledge than we have. Yeah. Although his patience, I think when he started, he was kind of. Well, now you could do that, but I'm not sure that's the way. And now it's just like no, no. He's <laughs> kind of. He's he's gotten a little short, but he did. He, he was telling people like it is. That's okay. We don't mind that. Well, and he was. Uh, Jerry would have loved it. He had a kind of a. It surprised me. There was a few uh, organic controls that he was. Pretty, oh yeah, pretty really com- pretty comfortable with. Yeah, good. Molasses seemed to be his uh, f- favorite thing. Are you serious? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and he would he would finish with a. Long spiel about how you use this molasses for this particular uh, control me- mechanism, and and, he, and the person would say, "Well, will this work?" And he said, "We'll try it." And then I'd say in the underground, I'd say, "I don't think it'll work." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was, yeah, it was, it was good. Uh, it was a good discussion. One thing about Mark too, he has a, uh, If he does talk about something like molasses, he tries to explain why he thinks it should work or why there is some mm-hmm. thought. It's kind of like you and I do, too, when we say why we don't think this particular thing works or this one does work better. Uh, lots lots of complications and uh, complexities in uh, all sure. kinds of control for insects and for pesticides, for yeah. uh, funguses. All right. So Trace is up on the porch with us. Actually, Trace is in front of the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? Is that, that going to be the, you know... Uh... Well, there's several... 
of them. Um, okay. All right. So <laughs> I know these guys, and you probably what what does R and D stand for? Research and development. There we go. Okay. All right. So one did of I the, win anything? Um, <laughs> no. A parking place. Woo! All right. So hard uh, to come by. One of one of the major growing <laughs> oh, operations. Down, Just a minute. Look at this, Trace. Jerry will appreciate this. Oh, it's pretty. He, uh, the. Oh, yeah. Look at that lady. Where's Dorothy Weedy when we need her? Yeah. Yeah. They're all down there blooming. Matthew. So uh, they're, they're referring to an angel's trumpet for everybody yeah. out there who can't see what they see. Uh, but anyway, so uh, I had a major growing operation get in contact with me for uh, there are some R&D plants. Oh, okay. So these plants have uh, have not been on the market ever. Ever? Ever. Um they were experimenting them, see how well that they can grow them, to, if they wanted to add them to their line. And uh, th- there's some pretty cool ones. So the plant of the weekend is really a bunch of different plants. Okay. So we got a new guy on the board. I'm not sure he knows the plant of the weekend theme. So okay. you can just jump in or I'll do it. Time for the plant of the weekend. Pretty good, huh? Yeah, yeah like I think you're better than our music. <laughs> All right, so there are six new salvias. Six new salvias. So they're, they're all like gray guys. One's called Salute Pink. One's Heat Wave Glitter, Heat Wave Breeze, Vibe Ignition Fuchsia, mm. Vibe Ignition Purple, and Vibe Ignition White. So two, uh, three new series, uh, a whole bunch of six new colors. And uh, they're all Salvi Gray Guy, and for y'all, they're the first ones, and they, they line them backwards, so it comes up to about where these purples are. So I got 50 of each of those in, and we still have a, a good selection of most of those. Yeah, a lot um, of people collect salvias. And then there are five new coleuses. So one's called Glassworks Velvet. Another one is Main Street Boulevard, Main Street Ruby Red. Uh, and I can't read the. Uh, there's another one that's uh, stained glass copper, and I can't read the other one. So I, those are all sun tolerant coleuses. And for y'all, you can see them on that very last table over towards the the parking lot by that orange hibiscus. I think I saw some in the. There are some in the. In the uh, oh, yeah, I see. There's cashier line because somebody had. They are spectacular. Yeah, yeah, for for sun coleuses, uh, new varieties always mean uh, you know more vibrant colors. And these are really cool. There well, now, were, well, there these, were, and then again, let's first remind everybody: coleus is a plant that we can use in the shade. If your uh, cyclamen and uh, primula are declining, uh, it's a good time to move uh, coleus in. So I I agree. Although these are sun tolerant coleuses, and so the more sun they're in, the more vibrant the colors become. I mean, yeah. there's a happy medium in there where, uh, <laughs> where you the get more, the best of both. Uh, yeah, well, you, I, I always question whether they uh, full full sun in San Antonio in the afternoon on coleus is pretty yeah. demanding. All right, so morning sun at least would, would next. Do, there was two lantanas and da, 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 lantanas on sale, so we put we put them in there anyway. Uh, so when you look at this bed over here, there is a new dwarf white, and I call that other one like a yellowy orange. And their names are Harvest Moon and Havana Sunset. Okay, so we can so, look them up online. So I'm assuming the moon is the white and the sunset's the yellowy gold one. They're dwarfs, aren't they? They are dwarfs. Yeah, they're pretty. 
Now, these are some sound like some wonderful plants, but I kind of think that, uh, that whatever that blue one is over there, that huge area there, that that one uh, will be I've the most popular. Uh, very popular. It is very popular. <laughs> they say we're talking about the blue plumbago. It's wonderful in full yeah. bloom there. Yeah. And that's on special. Yeah. It sure is. All right, so, so the new R&Ds, what do you like the most? Are we still have more R&Ds? Well, I saved the, what I think is the best for last. Okay, then. All right, so this is an Artemisia. So Artemisia is a wonderful deer-resistant, full-sun perennial. Uh, they can get quite unruly. This is a, a new dwarf version. Should still bloom yellow. Um, and its name is, give me a second, uh, Artemisia... Hair from the Ethiopia. Okay. They don't have a, a variety name on it? Yeah. It's part Ethiopia? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Artemis. there was one I missed was a, an ice plant called uh, Solstice Red. So that one's the one that looks kind of like Cooper's, which is the normal purple version uh, that has a more resemblance to, like, uh, Portulaca than some of the other ice plants. And this one is a new red. But this Artemisia, I, I just can't stop myself. I keep wanting to touch it because it just looks so cool. <laughs> You're petting it. Yeah, I wish we, we should probably give him he's a puppy, a puppy pet, or something. He's petting, yeah, he's petting the plant here. Uh, All the plants are well-loved before they leave Melbourne. Yes, they so. You know, I think that I think you're right about those. Uh, Jerry mentioned the collectors of the Salvia Gregii. There'll be some folks that'll come by and want. Oh, yeah, a lot of people collect them. Yeah, they, uh, you know, and they they're a great butterfly and bee and... And uh, kind of other insects. Evergreen. Evergreen. Deer don't eat them usually, yeah. Usually. So there, yeah, that's it. That, if you want to add it to your uh, collection of, uh, what did you, how many did you say, six? Different there were six. Six new salvias. Wow. So they had a hundred of each. I bought 50 of each. Okay. So, so you're getting conservative in your old age, or what? Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know what this weather was going to bring this weekend. So. Yeah, right. yeah, it's been. Um, but conceivably speaking, there can't very, be very many of them in the entire state. No. And half of them would be through here. So, uh, again, brand new plants to the to the market. Hopefully, uh, they all look great, and uh, I think they succeeded in figuring out which ones they were going to add to their line. Uh, but some of these you may never see again. Some of them may become regular. Uh, regulars. Do you think if we uh, like we take the one that you really like and Google it, would we see pictures? I, no. I, I don't know. Okay. No. Why not? Hand him the tag. Let him see. If <laughs> okay. Hand me that tag. I'm going to look it up. Uh, okay. Y'all keep talking. Maybe focus on some of the sale items. Well, I want to oh, okay. mention. Okay. Calvin's going to mention something. One, one thing we've been watching for. And there may there may not even be any left. There were uh, uh, some red snapper tomatoes over there. Really? Yeah, they, we got a f- we had a few in. Few, yeah, a few left was all. Uh, did we, and I understand uh, some. One of the staff told me that you had uh, eggplant had come in and some of the peppers. Some yeah, of we, the peppers. We got too. a few more peppers. Um, and it, any of the mild peppers? Come, the uh, there was some bananas that came in. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're still out how there. How about that? How about that tam mild uh, well, jalapeno? I'm pretty sure that came in. I don't know if it's still out there. So yeah, I didn't see um, it. For those pepper lovers out there, we do have a uh, ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and Trinidad. I saw those. They looked completely uh, harmless. 
and, pl- and pleasant looking plants uh, but if you uh, stare at them too long they'll that fiery taste will jump out at you yeah uh, also we also if you don't want to drive up to the hill country to see blue bonnets you yeah. can come to Millburgers and you, take you like your, that right you can take your blue bonnet pictures here you could <laughs> and be safe no rattlers out there <laughs> but uh, they're and they're on sale. Dollar uh, eighty eight. Yeah, right. Dollar eighty eight for a six, for a six worth inch pot. Wow. And uh, they've got uh, my picture uh, to go with the blue bonnet because you can see if you look at the picture on the uh, the picture of you personally or one no, you took. Oh. No, one that I took. Thank well, you goodness. Can, you can see it, it compares Ladybird Johnson Royal Blue with regular blue bonnets. And the Ladybird Royal Blue is right in the middle. You can see it's darker than the, than the ones beside it. But uh, so what What would you do with those trays after you get those home? Plant them. Plant them like sure. they are? Why not? I th- I think I might put them in a, the patio or in a, by the front door or just so c- and or send pictures of them to your on your uh, your, your, <laughs> your Easter could, Zoom yeah, meeting. Yeah, make a great Easter picture. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Are Zoom. you going to suggest clip the blooms? So yes. You can, okay. <laughs> oh man, you, you know nobody's going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> That would be the best thing to do, because you're going to get more balloons. Yeah, take your pictures, and then click, clip off the uh, the bloom, the 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 uh, spent bloom. You know what? And they, also the uh, leggy growth on them. You know, gamblers in this uh, this time, it's they're no sports to bet on, so they're betting on reality uh, yeah. kind of situations. I'll bet you could get some real. Based oh, on whether people how many are going to those bells <laughs> out there, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably not having very much luck with that. <laughs> kind of like spraying dormant oil, you know. Yeah. We keep telling people. And they got the, you got marguerite sweet potato vine. That was, that's, one, that's that was one we've never advertised before. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's good. And now tell us about this vine. Is this a... Is this an ornamental or is it's this an a, ornamental? An ornamental? Yeah. Yep. Sweet potato vine. That, uh, it's that's really, a it's, it's really a, a palma, so it's a morning glory that really doesn't bloom. Yeah. Oh wow, I really like them as an ornamental. Um, they're pretty tolerant of even, full, I guess, full sun they like best, but they're pretty tolerant of even a, a shady situation. That foliage looks great that's on right. sweet potatoes. Is it a green or a? I've got a correct. The, the, the lime green is the one on sale. Yeah. The marguerite sweet potato vine does bloom. I know it does, but not very well. Well, it mainly blooms in short days in well, the, in a greenhouse. I've seen them bloom. It's a pinky, pinky, purpley color. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Much, much smaller bloom than your normal ipoma. See, yeah. this guy, this guy is wor- worried about the so- uh, sweet potato blooms when he's just telling us to cut the blue bonnet blooms, <laughs> right? <laughs> but but it doesn't happen very often no. out in the real world. So I, I wasn't going to say they bloom because most people <laughs> yeah, they, would you, come you, back you, at me and say, "Well, it never bloomed for me." <laughs> yeah, you grow it for foliage, not for. Uh, so I call uh, it Martha bloom. Stewart Green. Yeah. How about that? That's what is that? Why is that? 
because it's it's a it's a chartreuse color. Yeah. So is that, is that a favorite color or something? Maybe so. And I think, uh, I imagine this one will, will go out in full sun. Oh yeah, a lot of the varig- a lot of the variegated uh, two sweet potatoes can take full sun. It's it's becoming very popular here. Uh, oh, I, th- yeah. I think the popularity started in Houston, but uh, it's moved this direction. Yeah. So what would you use it for? Uh, temporary ground cover. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people are using it in the entrance ways. Well, and I like it in uh, you got a, a single plant, say a even a lime in a whiskey barrel. Uh, you plant it into the has yeah, a ground cover in the in the whiskey barrel, and it yeah. Comes, yeah, it'd be real kind of makes its way on. It comes over the edge, makes the makes the uh, whiskey barrel with the lime in it even a, a more attractive. Uh, That's pretty cool. Uh, real, yeah, real, real pretty in a hanging basket as well because they can dangle down. That's what I imagine too. Distances. Yeah. Hey, speaking of hanging baskets, where are all the Bougainvillea hanging baskets? Well, uh, I'm hoping they've been the, sold. It's the crime of being open and doing business. Yeah, we, we got a hundred. They were gorgeous. We got 150 of them in on uh, Thursday. Wow! And Holy cow! So, but yeah. they're, they're still here. They're, yeah, there's, there's, there's some in the parking lot and there's some hanging. But we went through. Yeah, probably well, half of them just on Thursday. Well, we were noticing how so pretty they were. That's what I was anticipating. Was so if look on the left hand side of your radio, just back a little bit. And that's where they were hanging, and it was full of them last Saturday and Sunday. That's great. Well, they were pretty. Well, those, I, those were gone by Monday or Tuesday, but oh my gosh, we're we're getting about 150 in every every week, uh, depending on weather. So uh, I have to look at the if it's going to rain a lot, I, I bring a few less. Oh, okay. Todd, give me a. Uh, do you mind, uh, Trace? Give me a report on the zinnias. Have we got? Uh, we all got uh, all three. Or at, at this moment, uh, we I don't think there's any. Really? Yep. Oh, that's going to be that's going to be a challenge because the uh, rust is really moving through the snapdragons. Oh, there. Uh, yeah, for so folks. That, well, we, we've already ordered some to come in uh, probably Wednesday. Some uh, four-inch pots. Yeah. So look for look for the, the that Dreamland. Uh, uh, there's the, hybrids in. I think there's all three or four series coming. Does anybody buy zinnias and plant zinnias? <laughs> that's, uh, that's kind of an old. You, yes, old if you talk to Calvin, they do. That's Jeez. kind of an old people. I sell a lot of them to Calvin and other people. Uh, <laughs> in fact, I think there were about two full tables of them last time, last weekend, and they were all. They were How all many sold tables out. did you buy, Calvin? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I got a few. <laughs> Yeah, every answer last week, Jerry, had to do with zinnias. Uh, I've got a hundred-year-old oak tree. It's not. Have you considered zinnias? uh, Mine are doing great. And every answer. And I referred them to the uh, seed rack in there too, because there's. Well, I hope there's still three or four different varieties of those California giants. Thing about zinnias, they easy to seed and they come up fast and they're blooming fast. And of course, they're top of the list. And uh, if you like butterflies uh, and hummingbirds, for so on, ne- the, on that note, butterfly weed was probably the most popular plant this week. Is that right? The, the milkweed. Yep, we had we had to bring in an extra two hundred of them yesterday because My goodness, we, they were just going out the door. How about is there any action on native uh, milkweeds? I haven't found any yet. Okay, or uh, our favorite uh, Paul Cox plant, the uh, porter weeds. Uh, that's normally when it gets warmer. <laughs> so uh, Mark gave us a report 
that uh, they had been here, but they hadn't been here yet. Uh, but I, what we're talking about I think is we a, found one from last year that he so, saw. This is uh, this is if you want something really unusual, and uh, in my articles I describe it as the weirdest nectar source for well, we'll, uh, the butterfly. When I, when I find them, we'll do them as a plant of the weekend. Yeah, that would be cool. And and there's so many different choices too. Yeah. And then you've got the uh, true gold star Esperanza on sale. Yes, we do. But I also have Uh-oh. three or four other varieties of Esperanzas. Uh, i got that one that starts out UT and ends up Aggie in the fall. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, then i got uh, I got that, I think it's Lily or Lily something that's a dwarf yellow. Yeah, there at Arizona? No, uh, Greenleaf. Oh, Greenleaf. And there's, a, there's another one I'm missing, too. But um, there's like three more varieties. Yeah, that we got in this week. Cool. So lots of good stuff. And then um, uh, today's the day to come if you're going to do stuff this weekend because tomorrow we are closed. Yeah. So people can celebrate Easter with family. We'll be doing a best of show, uh, Easter from last year. We've got a best of show. We got that one. <laughs> I didn't think we ever had a. Best I had to of. put together all these. Hey, years. we. He's going to repeat today's. That's what we. He's yeah, do. exactly. <laughs> it was a few years back, but we got a. Uh, we got a national award for one of our holiday shows. When was yeah. That? Was that an Easter show, Mill? No, I think it was one of. It was a. You know, it might have been because I think you were talking about blue bonnets and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. it might have been. That was a while back. We bet uh, it's a pain in the behind to. Uh, he said, "Hi for those." Oh, it's a holiday show. I was picturing Jerry with antlers on. And no, wait a minute. On ice. That's Christmas. Yes. Oh. yes. <laughs> well, that that would be dangerous. They're skating along and then just. I, I got my uh, April newsletter. The uh, last week, I guess it was, and I, I am very. I've gone through it. It looks good, and I'm very proud of the person. That wrote about Gold Star Esperanza on the back, probably back your, of the page. Probably your article. No, no, I didn't write this. Uh, they've got a uh, that's my picture, I think. But uh, they they talk about, in addition to a blooming, being a blooming machine, the Gold Star Esperanza is a top xeriscape selection and is not eaten by deer in most situations. Did you write that? Kevin? I did. If you are into pollinators... Not more than 50 times, I think. <laughs> if you are into pollinators, Esperanza is a favorite nectar source for hummingbirds and butterflies. It's also... This, this must be cattle. It is also the egg-laying site for the gray hair streak butterfly. Did you write that, Kevin? I did. Oh, Can you imagine anybody man. else yeah, getting excited no, about the gray hair streak? I don't think so. It is important. This is the part that I love. It is important that you select Gold Star variety because of its superior blooming characteristics. Look for the name on the label, which we used to say all the time. It was the main thing. But also look for the plants, even the smaller transplants, to be in bloom. And I, I've noticed some coming by here, and most of them are, that you're selling are in bloom. Yeah, we, yeah, that's true. They have buds too, so that was well done, Calvin. If you did that, that caught my eye. But because uh, a lot of people have the Esperanza that doesn't bloom until 
late summer or, or uh, mid mid fall. Now, before Calvin fell in love with uh, zinnias, he would have mentioned that you have pentas on sale too. Oh we, we yeah, oh, gosh, yeah. I would go mention that. So, I did. Uh, my article next uh, Saturday talks about the the summer annuals, and I, I list. I think I listed pentas as the as the first choice in in the shade. And of course, yeah, I was just going to mention the other one. The begonia selection is huge here. So on the pentas, we we've sold a lot of the. Uh, traditional colors other than red so uh there's still a lot of red out there there's a few mixed flats but uh the whites and the pinks are gone unless you buy the mixed flats. do you remember when the traditional color the dominant color was the lavender was all that we saw no i'm a firm believer mr wester uh, all colors sell as long as they're red right but uh, yeah for a while there was you know there was a lot of uh, experimental activity on red but it took a while to get a, some really good uh, selections. Hey, guys, we need to take a quick break. Trace, anything else we need to cover? No, come out. Come out. Check out these uh, new R&D plants. I think you'll be impressed. Yeah. Uh, can you go over real quick uh, the names of them? Uh, so yeah. can look them up. Let me get my glasses on. Get your glasses on. All right. Uh, Salvia's Salute Pink, Heat Wave Glitter, Heat Wave Breeze, Vibe Ignition Fuchsia, Vibe Ignition Purple, Vibe Ignition White, Artemisia, Parfum de Ethiopia, uh, Coleus's Glassworks Velvet, Main Street Boulevard, Main Street Ruby Red, Main Street Ruby Road. Uh, actually, I could read that that time. That was That's the one good. I missed the last time. Uh, stained Glasswork Copper. Then there's a Delosperma, which is an ice plant. That's Solstice Red. Uh, I skipped over this one. Gallardia Spin Top Yellow Torch. I need to go find that one. Mm. And then there's two new dwarf uh, lantanas, Harvest Moon and Harve- Havana Sunset. Very cool. All right, we're going to take a quick break while we do. Give us a call, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers coming up right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. On behalf of everybody at Millburgers, we want to wish you and your family a safe and happy Easter holiday. I want to tell you about some of the things that are on sale. You know, Trace alluded to the fact that he was going to put stuff on sale that has never been on sale before, and I think I know what he's talking about. One of them is the Marguerite Sweet Potato Vine, an attractive heart-shaped leaf that remains lime in color throughout the season, has trailing habit of growth, plant in sun to shade, great for mass planting, hanging baskets or container. You ready for this in the four-inch pot? 98 cents each. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on blue bonnets, pink gara, Blue Plumbago, Gold Spar Esperanza, Tropical Hibiscus. This is one of my favorites. August Beauty Gardenia. They're absolutely gorgeous. And they're now just $14.88, regularly $19.99. Boston Fern Hanging Baskets and much, much more. For all the details, go to MillburgerNursery.com, where you can find out how you can get curbside service from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. 
take a second to talk about Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. Do not mess with termites. Do not uh, even uh, even try to do stuff yourself. Let the professionals do that because it's serious. And right now, it's Spider-Man Pest Control. They're helping families uh, to take care of those termites and stuff. So you can uh, make sure you don't have them by having Spider-Man do an inspection. And you can make sure that after the inspection is done, Spider-Man is taking care of them with his services. Spider-Man, termite, and pest control. There's a lot of action of the other ant species moving and, and flying. So, it's, you know, like fire ants are, are on buildings and... and uh, yeah. Like near uh, hummingbird feeders and everything, so it's. You, Are you, you sure they're fires? Well, that's the that's Traveling. the question. That's what that's, you have to try. You have to test them, Kev. If they get if they bite you, you're yeah. Uh, just put your uh, yeah. the ones that are on your feet. A little Peter Burger. I, yeah. I have heard that this Jerry, method not recommended Jerry. by Spider-Man. I, oh, or I thought maybe Jerry, Jerry. I thought maybe Jerry was going to be hired as to be the tester. <laughs> the tester to feeder. All you got to do is just put your hand up there with, among the ants and kind of wiggle it around a little bit. And if they don't sting you, they're probably not fire ants. Then that makes it that makes it even more nervous. And uh. then you want to you definitely want to have <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man out there. But if they All sting right. the hell out of you, that's fire ants. Don't do it yourself. You can see why now. Uh, give Spider-Man a call. 210-656-3721. Spider-Man has been your web of protection since 1976 and you'll find them online at GoSpiderManPest.com GoSpiderManPest.com well, I, David bet Spider-Man, uh, I, bet, I bet he doesn't test and make sure they're firing I bet he just knows you know there's such a thing as a native firing I bet you Spider-Man and, and knows when, when, the, <laughs> or, when, the, when the firing deal started all the environmentalists were not upset because they were using ant killer or, or ant baits to kill all the ants. Well, a lot of them don't still don't like the the two step. Right, right. Yeah, the it, it, kill, it kills the native ants, yeah, Kevin. Yeah. And well, I always yeah. ask about it. Do those native ants sting? Some of them. Hell yes, they sting. Native uh, fire ants sting. So call Spider-Man. Let him help you out. Hey, David had a call at 210-308-8867. He didn't want to come on the air, but wanted to know what fungicide, this is how he phrased it, we recommend for all root rot. Oh, there's not one for root rot. There's not one for root rot? Okay. Did he say... Uh, is he sure that it's root rot? I mean, what did he say the plant was? No, he, he didn't. David, you're, you may have to call us, my friend. 210-308-8867. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we have enough info to, to go by. Well, we usually, it usually is a uh, some kind of moisture or lack of moisture yeah. that, that appears like root rot or causes root rot. Yeah, he maybe overwatered a young plant. Yeah. Oh wow. So it's a, this is as simple as changing the watering habits, or sometimes we've even recommended you pull a plant, temp, pull the plant out, let it uh, uh, dry out a bit, yeah. and uh, repair. Yeah, let that root repair in a container, <clears throat> so uh, where the drainage is much better. Okay. Yeah. Well, David, so call us, okay, and we'll, we'll we'll get you through. It's an easy call. 
210-308-8867. Now, I was going to ask, Trace, uh, we've, we've still got some uh, one-gallon tomatoes over there, and I, I didn't get to ask them what uh, the varieties were. Uh, but there, And there's uh, some, some of the four-inch tomatoes, too. We mentioned that the uh, red snapper, there were a few of those, but... Uh, that's a good one. That's a new one. Yeah. And I don't know what the the big, the one-gallon ones are. Last, last... Oh, wait a minute. Okay, so I, I didn't read this right. I don't think it's what he means is the root rot, but he says a for take-all root rot, which oh, I wonder... Oh, that's, that's a take-all... Take-all patch? Patch, take-all patch. And, uh, and that is a fungicide that you recommend? Well, there's one that Neil Sperry recommends. Yeah, oh, do you have a... Did Neil write about it? He did. How about that, Neil? Several times. I think it may even be this in this uh, version of the paper. Jerry is um, looking now. <laughs> quietly looking. I don't see it. Uh, I think it was in my newsletter, Nilsbury newsletter. Oh, okay. Um, but they've uh, they've come up with a recommendation for a chemical to use. Yeah, we used to recommend that you, you use some sphagnum peat moss, a ha- half an inch over the surface, which was mediocre at best in terms of uh, was slow and uh, curing the the problem. But they they found that this it's a lo- it was a long name, Jerry. I remember that. Yeah. It was hard to remember for sure. Right. Well, we'll do, we'll do too. We'll check. Jerry will keep looking while Calvin yeah. talks, and so so <laughs> that uh, now you you want to make sure that 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 is uh, take off patch too. You know what we're seeing? We're seeing our uh, our sustainable winter lawn oh fade away decline. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so a lot of a lot of people s- blame that uh, as a fungus. That, that's just a uh, the hot weather, the cold weather weeds that were looking good all winter are declining now, and your uh, San Augustine grass should be uh, coming on, um, so that you have this period when you're, you go from a nice looking winter green lawn from the rescue grass or annual bluegrass, and then before your uh, lawn starts. I've got exciting news. Uh-oh. My you, front lawn has started spread, started growing. Green up? Yeah. With the, St. Augustine. Yeah. That's it's what we real expect. Little. It's real little now. That's what we expect. Um, well, in the article this uh, this Saturday, in fact, we talk about it's time, it's time on a lot of lawns. Just the, 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 They'll be starting just like Jerry is talking about. And we talk about... Uh, Oh, well, if you mow, mow real grass twice, then you go ahead and uh, fertilize. That's the most efficient way to do it. Usually, you know, it may be as uh, late as May 1st, but yeah. some, some lawns are showing uh, are ready to be fertilized now. And that coincides with slower-use lawn fertilizer on sale. Oh, yeah. And uh, the what's really taken off, <laughs> if you haven't mowed recently... Oh, uh, those weeds! Yeah, they're. I'm having uh, and if you got pets, I've got dogs. Uh, you want to go out and get the there's one there's one that grows that looks like a carrot. 
Beggar's life. And that turned into a very sticky to pets beggar life. Yeah, if you think the beggar's life is bad, (laughs) if you uh, have let the uh, wild carrot or uh, beggar's life uh, go to seed, seed, that's even worse. Bed straw is what we're We're at the end of the bed straw season. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's all brown, but the seeds are still sticky. So they're showing up. Well, the neat neat thing about this beggar's lice, uh, the plant, like I say, it's a very tall plant. Uh, When it it blooms or bolts, it's a very tall plant, which you don't have to bend over too much or dig it out to pull Pull it it up. And when you pull it out, uh, you'll see it's got a carrot-like root on it. Looks just like a carrot. Now, what I I do, I pull out as many as I can, but I'll also use my uh, string mower because yeah, it cuts I've... easy with string mower. Now, you'll get some of them will rehead, but uh, you you got a lot, large lot, or you got a lot of a lot of the weeds uh, maturing. That uh, string mower, you, what you're doing there is cutting off the bloom parts. Right. So you won't have the seeds. So kind of like, like blue bonnets, right, Calvin? Yeah, that's right. Uh, of course, you can compare the <laughs> you compare the wild carrot flowers to the blue bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the real carrot, the regular carrot flowers are pretty duty. nice. Yeah, they're very attractive. <laughs> but... Uh, the neat thing about it is it produces all its it doesn't produce its seed up and down the stalks. It produces a seed in a head at the top of the deal. So if you got those tall carrot looking weeds growing that it makes it convenient for your dogs to get their head right up there right. in that seed pot. Yeah. Get all and they're hard seed. to get out too. Yeah, I think I'd rather have the uh a uh, bed straw, oh, yeah. rather than the beggar life. Yeah, yeah but uh, anyway, in Calvin's article uh, today, in today's paper, is that you pushing that law, that uh, spreader? Kind of looks like it. It does look like it. That's the best part. Best uh, part of me. Did you uh, take <laughs> that picture? Too? No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, he's talking about uh, uh, fertilizing the lawn. Now's the time to fertilize the lawn. He talks about uh, don't use weed and feed, and uh, uh, because it uh, the, basically the weed and feed at this time won't do much good for the weeds. You know, and that's that's one that we talk about environmentally appropriate uh, lawn management, or and uh, that one just doesn't doesn't make any sense in our climate. Because we with fertilizer is most efficient to use it a certain part of the year, and weed weed control the timing is really important. So you oh, got yeah. you got to use it at a different time when you fertilize. And the good news is, Millburgers has got their lawn and garden fertilizer, which we highly recommend, uh, on sale right now. Uh, regularly. It covers 7,600 square feet, regularly twenty nine ninety nine. That's almost thirty now. Almost uh, on sale for nineteen eighty eight. So that's a good ten dollar savings on there, and uh, and you can get that and and apply that. Uh, this is 
Aren't they talking about rain tonight or? Yeah, some, I'll, some, get, I'll do the weather weekend? at the top of the hour. But yeah. Well, and that's that today and tomorrow. That slow release lawn fertilizer is good for vegetables, good for your flowers. Uh, it, it's just a, uh, a a good choice for all your fertilizing needs too, especially during through the uh, through the spring and summer. Yeah, and they took they took the uh, for the organic fertilizer off the one with, with the mycorrhiza that I used to warn people about. Yeah, I wonder to what, put in yeah. a secure location because there's mycorrhizas. Oh, mycorrhizas will be They'll coming party all, all night. All You'll never get any sleep. House. I wonder if uh, if uh, Spider Man takes care of mycorrhizas. We'll have to ask him. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, we <laughs> need to take a break before we do. I want to talk to you about Wild Birds Unlimited off of uh, Hebner and Northwest Military Road. And they're still doing curbside service. And, you know, what I would suggest you do is you got a question or you're trying to do something, just like you would, you'd go into the store and you'd ask, just give them a call, 210-479-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD, and just say, hey, this is what I want to do. I want to uh, attract this bird or I want to make sure... Um, I don't know. What did we decide on the Purple Martins? Was it still that's still enough time? Yeah, we're still. Uh, in fact, we in our neighborhood, we've had a number of a new pairs show up. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. so they're still. Yeah. Um, Can you send some to Annette? Um, Just pack them up, or can she come to the house and get them? I'm, I'm so. <laughs> we're kind of selfish about the. Oh, Purple okay. Martins. You're not going to share uh, your Martins? No, I've got uh, seven houses, and uh, so I've got lots of spare apartments. You know. Okay. Uh, Sorry, Annette. I try. Yeah, I try, yeah. But yeah, uh, maybe I'll get uh, more generous in my old age, Annette. But. but they'll put together everything that you need, uh, and then you just come by, you pay for it, and come by and pick it up curbside at Northwest Military and Hebner Road, and Kyle will take care of you or somebody else. Well, and I think Kyle uh, Kyle is worthy, worthy of a discussion uh, about, you know, just like we had with Annette, what what is your conditions? What's the situation? Yeah. Oh. And if yeah, there's I'm any new ideas, called him. Yeah, and she's got and uh, he's got uh, some other resources too. He's got Bill there, and he's mm-hmm. got uh, a uh, one of his uh, uh, associates that does a lot of uh, Martin <clears throat> troubleshooting. So whatever you're trying to attract, or maybe you're trying to keep something away, uh, like squirrels, or I don't know, maybe sparrows or something. Wild Birds Unlimited can help you. He didn't even react. Did you see that? He was just yeah. quiet. Well, he's been he's still looking for that. He's work. been in the hospital, you know. Oh, that's true. He's weakened, and <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, give him a call two one zero four seven nine bird two one zero four seven nine b i r d and talk to Kyle over there. Wild Birds Unlimited. They'll take care of you. And make sure that you're uh, you've got everything that you need and you're enjoying nature. And then when uh, everything opens up again, I encourage you to go on in and visit with them. And, Wild Birds Unlimited, Hebner, and Northwest Military. Yes, sir. And sparrows need your help, too. No, I, I should you have missed said that. You missed you it. You missed your chance. too late now. He was bad-mouthing the sparrows, and you it's didn't. Too late now. Uh, you missed it. Uh, you got to wait till next week. <laughs> I, got a, I got a letter in. Uh-oh. Well, we only take a break. For so my hang, boy, uh, man, Dennis. Hang on to that. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. This is The Answer.
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. On behalf of everybody at Millburgers, we want to wish you and your family a safe and happy Easter holiday. I want to tell you about some of the things that are on sale. You know, Trace alluded to the fact that he was going to put stuff on sale that has never been on sale before, and I think I know what he's talking about. One of them is the Marguerite Sweet Potato Vine, an attractive heart-shaped leaf that remains lime in color throughout the season, has trailing habit of growth, plant in sun to shade, great for mass planting, hanging baskets or container. You ready for this in the four-inch pot? 98 cents each. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on blue bonnets, pink gara, Blue Plumbago, Gold Spar Esperanza, Tropical Hibiscus. This is one of my favorites. August Beauty Gardenia. They're absolutely gorgeous. And they're now just $14.88, regularly $19.99. Boston Fern Hanging Baskets and much, much more. For all the details, go to MillburgerNursery.com, where you can find out how you can get curbside service from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Did you ever find Neil's stuff? Nope. Okay. We need Trace then, don't we? Well. Trace, please report to the porch. Trace, <laughs> come to the porch. Uh, yeah, I, I usually don't. Uh, I'm, I'm like Kevin. I, I hesitate when somebody says the yard has got dead spots in it to put, put it off to uh uh, take all patch. Yeah, especially this time of the year. Yeah. So uh, you know, I they, usually don't bring that bring that to the show. Uh, that name of that product, and uh, that's that's why I'll I'll have it next week. Uh, yeah, and a lot of we talked we talked about the the winter grasses grass uh, weeds grassy weeds are declining. So you're going to see this. The other thing is. Uh, quite often it's in the shade where these uh, good-looking winter lawns are. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that, too. They, uh, they, really, they really are striking when they decline. If you've, got, <laughs> you've gotten used to having Green. rescue grass or annual bluegrass or horse herb. Yeah. And then suddenly now there's all these big patches. I had, I had to tell my son-in-law a week or so ago. His his yard is just beautiful green, just beautiful green, and uh, I had to tell him that that's that's not your grass, that's not your uh, 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 Florida. I mean your St. Augustine grass. That's that uh, winter weed. Huh. Winter wheat. Is it in full sun too? It's under shade too. Under, it's in yeah. Well, tree. I mean, I, the, yeah, the shade. I was trying to determine if the uh, full sun. If those uh, rescue grass and uh, annual bluegrass did as well in full sun. Yeah. yeah. But uh, his yard is beautiful now. Yeah. I, I know he's going to flip out when that thing I guess we got enough rain brown. this winter that they yeah. did pretty well. It's hanging in there. And so, y'all are trying to get me off the subject. My, my man Dennis in Austin said uh, he found an article. Oh, good for Dennis. When and why is World Sparrow Day celebrated? Oh, boy. The World Sparrow. Do they have a World 
Martin Day? They might. No, they don't. Oh, okay. Observed on March 20th. I want you to remember this next year, Milton. Mm-hmm. March 20th every year, World Sparrow Day is celebrated to raise awareness about the importance of birds dwelling in urban areas. That's like something you'd write, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do people take down their do people take down their uh, Martin boxes because the sparrows can't get Sometimes in there? Sometimes they do. They they need to leave them up because of the be World radio? Sparrow Day. <laughs> All right. Calvin's going to answer a question. Uh, okay. The, 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 Na- the Nature Forever Society began working in 2006 and was you know officially founded in 2008. Its, uh, its, object- its objective is to the conservation of common plant and animal species. So I guess they would do grass and everything else. <laughs> uh, its founders and members focus on the simple projects with significant value and the ability to be successful in multiple regions around the world. Thank you. See there? Dennis is on top of those. I'm not the only one. Uh, Dennis, Dennis, Dennis writes, uh, <laughs> I don't think this is a real club. What is that what he said? But it's a place to put photos on Instagram of your sparrow. Oh. Sparrow photos. And he sends a link uh, to, uh, to www.instagram.com explore slash tags slash sparrow appreciation society. Okay. Is the link. And I know our phone board is going to be overpowered with uh, people wanting that address. Oh, sure. We'll tell it again. <laughs> I'll put it on the website. Oh, you'll put it on your website? Do you have pictures of your sparrow on your website? No. Why? I just. You're such an advocate. <laughs> I would think that you would have sparrow pictures all over your website. <laughs> I could do that. Okay. I bet there's a lot on the Internet. There probably are. Sparrow pictures. Anyway, uh, I also want everybody to, I hope everybody's enjoying looking at the... Uh, oh, the blue bonnet. Uh, did blue I miss bonnet some pictures. very important information about the English sparrows? Yeah, there's a uh, an Instagram page where people take pictures of their sparrows and send them. Really? That's, I'll bet that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> what but, was your question off the air? Yeah, that was about... Uh, it was a good question. They were looking at uh, bicolor, uh, bicolor sage there, and uh, they were talking about how how it related to deer. You know, on the the little sign that had a deer with a X through it to indicate that it was deer resistant. But we talked a little bit about deer get pretty curious. Oh. Uh, and so when you, well, we well, Jerry and I generally recommend when you plant new plants that you uh, go ahead and use some liquid fence a couple of times at least uh, just because those curious deer ornery deer (laughs) uh, will will, uh, test the plants quite often people have drawn the conclusion like uh, something uh, like lantana that the deer eat it well 
they ate it. They eat ate it, at it at one time, or but they in, in the long run they don't. They generally don't eat a, a lot of those plants. And what uh, uh, what would plant was she talking about? She was talking about a, a bicolor sage. Oh, okay. One thing, one thing I was reading my. Uh, Okay, now we just got about a minute and a half. My Melberger uh, Landscape uh, newsletter, which you can get by calling in to the nursery. You can, 210-479-497. Or you can get it from the Internet. Yeah. And they say, Thrialis is a yellow. They got a picture of Thrialis on the front page. An upright blooming shrub with small blooms arranged around the upper parts of the stem. It needs a little water. To be happy and makes ideal screen when mixing with accent plants against purple flowering shrubs like Duranta or Texas sage. You will find it just as deer proof as Esperanza and pollinators visit the bloom for its nectar. Now, I think it's probably more deer proof than Esperanza. Hmm. I, I've never heard of a, of a thryalis being eaten by deer. In yeah, fact, that's one of the reasons we put we put it on the market. Mm-hmm. In my neighborhood, they don't they don't eat either. So, or in my yeah. in my yard, I, they both do fine. They're good good ones to try. All right, don't go anywhere. We're gonna take a break in just a second. Give me a break. I'm gonna give you a break right now. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That's our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight. 8867. I'll get you caught up with the weather for today. Jerry brought that up in just a second after we get you the news. And I'll encourage you to go to millburgernursery.com to learn more about getting your own newsletter or what's on sale or the events that are happening or just all the information you need to know about Millburgers. Take a break. Back in a moment on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 930 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. There, I, I was He's turn- fooling with those knobs again. I was turning up the wrong buttons. All right, welcome back to the show. I'm Milton Blick. Oh, you are? Yeah, I am. I'm glad you told us that. I know. And along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, that's you. I can tell you that just in case you need to know. There you go. Dr. Calvin Finch, you ready for the weather? You can do it. Do it. This afternoon, oh. I'm going to try to make it dramatic. A chance. A chance? Of showers and thunderstorms possible after 1 p.m. So look out. Y'all are kind of It's sitting. after 1 p.m. now. I know. So now it could happen any minute. Look, okay. Be careful. Some of these storms could be severe. Oh, my goodness. Cloud storms mainly after 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Some That's of the storms. Asleep. Yes. Some of the storms could be severe. Low around 67. Chance of precipitation? 80%. Whoa, yeah. honey. But this is, oh, well, okay. New rainfall amounts between a quarter and a half an inch possible. Oh, Okay. Let's Jesus. See. And Sunday, 
showers and thunderstorms before 7 a.m. Some of the storms could be severe. High near, ooh, boy, tomorrow's going to be nice and warm. High near 86, breezy with a south-to-southeast wind. Uh, chance of rain, 80%. New precipitation amounts of less than a tenth of an inch. Oh, man. Except higher amounts possible in thunderstorms. Possible. Yeah, and it looks like that's the last chance of rain until, uh, I guess, the end of the week. I'm going to miss it. Why? That that 80% chance of a two-tenths of an inch. <laughs> Good Lord. All right, so there you go. That's from weather.gov. And we're going to go back to the phone lines now at 210-308-8867, where Aaron is on the line. Hi, Aaron. How can we help you today? Uh, yes, I had a question. I, I got one of those uh, those uh, Satsumi orange trees from a uh, from that uh, tree adoption that they did earlier in the year, the fruit tree adoption. I planted it. It's growing great. I remember when I was there, they said something about it. It uh, wouldn't fruit, uh, probably fruit for three years. I'm looking at it now, and it's already got, it's had blooms. They've set fruit. But my concern is I've heard that maybe you're not supposed to allow it to fruit in the first few years. Um, this tree is about four feet tall, maybe a little taller. So I don't know if that applies to when it was first planted or when I put it in the ground here at my house. Is it a lemon? No, Did it's you a say Satsuma orange. Satsuma. Oh, Satsuma. How many fruit does it have on it? Um, I've counted about five right now. And more Four blooms coming out. I think I'd probably leave them. Yeah, I would too. Who told you that you could, had to pull them all off? Uh, now, my, Jerry, my if you made... if you had 50, 50 uh, yeah, right. fruits on there, Jerry would say take off 45. But uh, yeah. He wasn't yeah, expecting wife... them to have any fruit for yeah. two or three years. Right. Which my is a good, good recommendation. Well, my, my wife mentioned something about it, and when I looked up several places online, several places said don't eat, don't don't actually let them fruit for the first few years. So, but I I've heard you guys, and I know you know what you're talking about here in Texas. So I just wanted to check on it. Yeah, with you, guys. you know, and part of it is is it in a container? No, it's in the ground. Okay. And so that, it's, it's got lots that, of new that, that, That's every. a little more consistent because in the ground you want to, you're trying to develop, maximize some new growth. Right. Where in a container, right. you know, it gets to full size pretty quickly, and so there's no real advantage to wiping out all the fruit. Well, if you if you want to feel good about it, uh, you said you got four fruit. Five. Five fruit. Four, four or five so Ten. far with more blooms. Oh. All right. Uh, when the when the fruit gets size of marble, uh, take off all but three. <laughs> okay. All but three, and le- and leave those three that you leave on there on on large, uh, strong wood, because that fruit's okay. going to get bigger, and yeah. it could break over your tree or bend over your tree or whatever. But I think okay. you'll be all right with three. Okay. Well, I appreciate. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put in. I think you'll be all right with five. Hey. (laughs) Well, he probably won't pull any off anyway. (laughs) I'll I'll split the difference. Especially if your foliage looks good and. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're 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 tough. Four uh, feet tall. Yeah. Four feet tall already. Wow. Yeah. Four feet. 
Yeah, they're they're nice. They're nice plants. Yeah, I was there when they were distributing. Good yeah, luck. Let, keep us informed. Time. All right, I will. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you for calling. All right. Y'all didn't want to split the difference and do like four and a half or something. <laughs> no. No. All right. We can, yeah, there would be some, we could write it up in an article in the newspaper, you know. <laughs> All right. Bud is on the line at 210-308-8867. Got a Malabar spinach question. Hey, Bud. Oh, Lord. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Hey, on this Malabar, uh, on this Malabar spinach, uh, this is a plant uh, that comes from last year. It did uh, exceptionally well. I'm not an expert on it. That's the first time I've had one of those plants, but uh, it was just beautiful. And uh, it has not frozen over the winter because I put it in the garage on those few days we have freeze. And it is wanting to produce uh, new growth. But these... Some of these growths are already so long, and they have so many uh, uh, fruit on them everywhere. I need to cut a bunch of stuff off, so I guess the plant will make brand new branches. Right. Okay. How how far back to the uh, mother stalk do I cut all these things off? Uh, well, are you? Do you want to root the uh, cuttings? No. You don't. Why not? Well, well, I tell you, uh, te- um, um, tell me both ways. The, 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 <laughs> my major, my major, my first purpose is to, uh, you know, get the um, plant back to what it was similar when I bought it. Okay. It, it, it had two stalks on it, two mother stalks. Okay. And then it started just growing like crazy. <laughs> so I'm trying to get okay, it back do, to what it was. Do uh, cut a, cut cut them back to four to six inch uh, section. You mean coming off the mother stalk? Yeah, coming off the mother plant from the from the end, from the tips, the growing yeah. tips. Now, are you talking about the, the pieces he's going to try to root? Yeah. Okay. I just want. Well, he doesn't have to worry about four to six yeah. inches. He just cut them back. Yeah. But anyway, cut them back four to six inches. Take the bottom leaves or a couple of leaves off, and stick them in a uh, potting mix, regular potting mix. If you got any harmonin, you can use that. So that'll make them root faster. Okay. And uh, keep them in a shady area and. Uh, They'll wilt. Are those leaves? Are those leaves great big leaves? Um, they're the size after the great big leaves. The ones that I harvested as it was growing, I harvested great big leaves first, and uh, after that, the leaves never got that big again. Okay. Uh, so they're about the half half size of the big leaf. Yeah. Most of them. Okay. There's some smaller ones. Okay. The reason reason I was saying if it, if it's a big leaf that you're leaving on there, cut the leaf in half. Uh, that'll in, that'll reduce in, the in, uh, in in half left to right yeah. or south to north. <laughs> <laughs> right to left. Okay. So that's like if I have a a, a cutting of a heart on a little cardboard. I 
cut off the bottom half of the heart and leave the two lobes up at the top. You're right. Okay. That's cutting he east to west. Doesn't be too fussy, does he? <laughs> no, it's just for me to understand. That's cutting east to west instead of yeah. north to south. <laughs> yeah. Uh, horizontally, I guess you should say. In okay. half horizontally. <clears throat> All righty. Now, Thanks, these, 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 uh, these, these branches are over three feet long. They're good. So I'm you get a lot of cuttings off, off of them. If, if, uh, if, if, Just if what I'm you need, leave. more plants, more uh, Malibu or Spanish inches, plants. Yeah. Four inches yeah. attached to the mother stalk. Uh, I'm going to have real long trailings that I'm going to try to reroot. That, well, right, okay. That right. Let us Fine. know how it turns yeah. out. Tell us what goes on, bud. Thanks, man. Okay. Thank you all. James is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How's it going? Oh, just fine. I thought I was lost there. Usually when I'm on hold, I can hear the show, but not today. I'm glad I'm on. Hey, I got two questions if I could. I got a Meyer lemon in a pot uh, I've had for many years, but this particular plant has struggled. But I, I'm kept it alive now my predicament right now is um last summer it just was or got eaten up horribly with grasshoppers through the summer just <laughs> but it's got i just counted them it's got nine lemons on it that were from last spring summer and they're about the size of a lime and they're just now ripening but the trees in full bloom for this spring could i take those old fruit off and discard them I think so. Okay. If it's, especially if they're from last year. Yeah, they're from you'll, last you'll year. Have, you'll have more fruit set. Okay. Just, I'll just get rid of those today then. My, se- yeah. my, second, my second question is uh, I bought a mellow hibiscus there at Millburgers. I'm going to say it was three springs ago. Uh, I think it's Lord Baltimore. Does that sound right? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Now, uh, we had a mild winter, but here in Lytle in March, when we had that cold snap, it got down yeah. to around 25 here. And at that okay. time, before then, it, it had already sprouted out. One sprout, well, that cold snap took it down completely. Yeah. Okay. It, uh, it hasn't shown any life. It looks dead. Is it too early? Is it gone? Yeah, it's, too, it's, too, it's too early. You, always, you normally cut mallow hibiscus down to the ground. Right. Every it's spring. down to the ground. Yeah, it's down okay. to the ground. Okay. Yeah. And uh, if the if it, the sprout, if you had a sprout and it got frozen, it'll send yes. up more sprouts. Okay. When should I fertilize it? Wait till it starts growing? Yeah. Wait till you see some sprouts on it. Okay. And, all right. And just some miracle grow. It's in the ground. Uh, yeah, it's some type of granular fertilizer. Okay, some nineteen. I got some slow release here. I got there. You go. Slow. That's that's the okay, best. All right. Uh, appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for calling. Have a happy Easter. All right. You take care, James. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Calvin got two customers. Oh on. yeah. Do you want to? Did you want to come on the air, ma'am? All right. Well, let's do this. Uh, we'll put the microphone. I'll be able to hear you. So we're just going to kind of point it toward you. And what you got going on? So my grandson asked me why I was digging holes in my yard. Well, of course, I'm not digging holes in my yard, but something is, I think maybe an armadillo all over my yard. How can I keep 
him or her out. What, what do the holes look like? Are they about that deep? Are they real orderly or are they dirt, dirt everywhere? Uh, or all over? <laughs> He's saying they're all over. Not the dirt everywhere, sort of to the side, about four inches deep, sometimes five, and yeah. right in the turf. The St. Augustine, or they love to dig where I planted the begonias. Oh, yeah. That's armadillo. <laughs> well, how can I... Uh, you did a subdivision, or are you yeah. in San Antonio? Yeah. Uh, they usually roam, come out at uh, 2 o'clock in the morning. 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and... Uh, the thing about an armadillo, and you can read this information on plantanswers.com, is when you frighten them, they go immediately back to the hole on the same trail that they came in on. So if you can find out where they're coming in the fence. And they dug under it. Yeah, where they dug under the fence. And if they're in your yard and you scare them, they'll go right back to that same hole. Now, so what you do at 2 o'clock in the morning, between 2 and 3, get your garbage can, <laughs> put it over that hole, or, or where, the, where it's, uh, the open end is facing away from the hole that they came in, and then have somebody scare them. And they'll run right into the garbage can. They don't see very good. Then what do I do with them? <laughs> Well, a lot of people use them at barbecue. Ah! <laughs> I was but, thinking uh, I'd take them somewhere. Yeah, you park. can you can take them far away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you might. Is there uh, is your neighborhood um, organized neighborhood? I mean, yeah, you might see if they've got service or so what somebody else has done with with the. Uh, there might be somebody that'll dispose of it for you. <laughs> well, I'm on but, green space. Yeah. So they have lots of room to oh, dig out yeah. there. I don't know why they prefer my yard. Because well, it's because softer. It's got more moisture. And they, uh, a lot of times uh, people are told that uh, if you k- kill the grubs in your lawn, then then the armadillos won't come. I don't yeah. I don't know if it work, that works real well or not. But the, one will get... It'll get used to it. You'll get one that'll get used to it, and then it'll be pl- plaguing you like yours is doing. And so it's quite often you have to deal with it. Uh, if you find, uh, sometimes I have a heart trap, uh, box trap will work too, just like Jerry yeah. said. Uh, and uh, look on the internet and look up uh, armadillo trap. And uh, it tells how to build a. Uh, you, you basically uh, build a structure that uh, kind of like a mental trap. You know where where it, it gets wide, and they come in and it gets wide, and then they can't find their way out of their hole. But it it funnels them into a a have a heart trap or something like that. Sometimes, if you've got a pest control uh, firm that's used all the time too, they they may or may not have a Oh, be willing to to help you catch it. Is that ready? Right. Yes. Thank you. Uh, or you can. They they eventually change their their habits, 
But sometimes it After your yard all torn up. Yeah, it takes some, it sometimes takes well, a long time. Well, I blocked the holes, but they dig another one. Uh. <laughs> Do you have any, you don't have, I take it you don't have any carriers or anything? No. Yeah. yeah. No dogs. A Jack Russell Terrier will take care Even of Even a West those. Highland Terrier will take Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, Good luck. All right. 210-308-8867. Todd is on the line. Okay. Um, <laughs> did you want to come on the... Well, let's see. You talk to her real quick, Calvin, if you will. Okay. What's up? Okay. And we'll get Todd on the line. Okay. Todd, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks, gentlemen, for taking my call and happy Easter. I've got a uh, raised uh, bed garden, and um, something appears to be uh, chewing on, like the basil and the tomatoes and the uh, cucumber. I've got some uh, bone-eyed tomato and vegetable, and uh, the only thing I can see is some really kind of microscopic black bugs on on some of the leaves. And uh, just thought uh, I'd see if uh, just continue with the, the, the bone-eyed or if you suggest something else this time of year. Yeah, is it on the old foliage or new foliage? Um, they're uh, old ones. Yeah, the larger leaves on the old foliage. Yeah, and you see, you see little insects bodies left on there, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, that, really that, could, that, that could be remnants of uh, aphids, which okay. we've had quite a few this year. But uh, that's remnants of the of the insect that's giving you trouble. Is is it spreading up the plant? In other words, do, do you see this uh, these bodies uh, as you go upward on the plant? Um, no, they're actually only on a, a few of the leaves right now. And, uh, and yeah, I, I bet you that's an aphid. Okay, or, or an aphid accumulation. Uh, okay. They're pretty thick at this time of the year, and uh, gotcha. what you're using, uh, you'd have to use it on a, a three to four day regular interest to stop the stop the spread up the plant. Now, okay. if you're looking at the plant and you don't see any insect bodies on the upper leaves uh, above the where the damage is. Uh, you probably taking care of your population, insect population. Okay, I haven't put anything on yet, but maybe they, maybe they oh, need okay. or something. Well, if they've yeah, quit spreading, just... the aphids are kind of cyclic. They okay. come and they go. So okay. you might not need to spray at all. Just make sure that that they're not not spreading. Gotcha. Okay. Oh. All okay. right. Some of these Roma tomatoes, I've already got the fruit on them, uh, but but some of the flowers, they have basically died before they had had any fruit come out. Is that something to be concerned about right now? Okay, some of the flowers have what come out? They, they just died. They didn't have a tomato come out of. Oh, uh, you you mean the like plants that? did or the blooms did? No, just the blooms. No, they'll they'll shed some blooms. Okay. It'll be a, uh, we haven't had uh, it's supposed to be sunny tomorrow, according to our weather prognosticator. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, when the, when the sun comes out, 
and it dries up a little bit, uh, I'll pr- it'll probably start setting more blooms. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Okay. Good luck to you. Thanks, sir. You take care. Uh, All right, we got to take a break. So, Marty, thank you for agreeing to wait. We're going to get to you in just a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Coming to you live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bullfordy Road. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. On behalf of everybody at Millburgers, we want to wish you and your family a safe and happy Easter holiday. I want to tell you about some of the things that are on sale. You know, Trace alluded to the fact that he was going to put stuff on sale that has never been on sale before, and I think I know what he's talking about. One of them is the Marguerite Sweet Potato Vine, an attractive heart-shaped leaf that remains lime in color throughout the season, has trailing habit of growth, plant in sun to shade, great for mass planting hanging baskets or container. You ready for this? In the four-inch pot, 98 cents each. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Blue Bonnets, Pink Guerra, Blue Plumbago, Gold Star Esperanza, Tropical Hibiscus. This is one of my favorites. August Beauty Gardenia. They're absolutely gorgeous, and they're now just fourteen eighty-eight. regularly nineteen ninety-nine. Boston Fern Hanging Baskets, and much, much more. For all the details, go to millburgernursery.com, where you can find out how you can get curbside service from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer. We'll go right back to the phone lines. Talk to Marty at 210-308-8867. Thanks for waiting, Marty. What can we do for you today? Yep, Marty, you there? I guess you thanked him for waiting too early, Milton. Maybe so. Marty, are you there? Marty, Marty, Marty. <laughs> Maybe he had to go to the bathroom. Okay. Well, let's... Never uh, can tell. Now you never can. I'm here. There he is. Uh, hey, Marty, what's going I on? I told you you had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're back. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, thanks for taking my question, and happy Easter to you guys. You too. Thank you you too. Uh, uh, I have a, a tycoon tomato plant in a four-inch right. uh, container, That's and good. I, I want to trans I want to transplant it to a gallon container, and. Uh, I was, I was wondering when would be a good time to uh, transfer it to the gallon container, and do I put it in potting soil plus osmocote or just the potting soil? Why? why <laughs> eventually, where are you going to put it? I mean, why are you putting it in a one-gallon? Is this the permanent home for it? Yeah, it's going to be the permanent home. Well, no. It needs to be much bigger. Yeah, five-gallon at least. Yeah, five, five, five we talk about, but with... Five, five it is even top-heavy. I, I, okay. I generally mention 15. Yeah, right. 15 oh. gallons okay. is better. That's a, a you know, tomatoes plant. are a big plant, and they got a lot of fruit. The, the only thing you, I worry about you, is... You, you would fill that uh, big, big container up with uh, potting mix and uh, oh. put your osmocote in there, copious amount, and right. uh, that's it. And Make just, sure there's holes in the bottom of the container, drainage holes. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of worried about the hail. I hope it just does, it doesn't hail. That's the only thing I'm afraid of. About. Yeah, I was going to mention that to people uh, after the weather forecast. What, yeah. what, 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 what I, we're warning you about 
is we know how accurate these weather people are. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but when they're talking about storms, the very reason they right. put those in there uh, is that because uh, these storms that we have in the spring like this uh, right. have, can have da- very damaging hail. Right. And once your, once your tomato gets hailed on, it's hell to get it to bloom and produce a lot right. of fruit, Milton. But I'm from. I wish you guys would quit talking about <laughs> hail. My my tomato plants look wonderful, and I don't want anything yeah. interfering. <laughs> so I was. Uh, are yours in cages? Yes. No. No. Not yet. Yours are not. If if but I were you, up. I would put yeah. them in a in a larger container with the mix and the bosmacote, and okay. I would put them in a location that gets morning sun and afternoon shade. Okay. Until they start growing real good, and in okay. an area that uh, if it starts hailing, you can move them into shelter. Okay, I'll I'll do that. I'll do that. Okay. And. I, Okay, and I had a tycoon that I grew about two years ago when it first initially came out as the rodeo tomato, and it did right, wonderful. Right, right. And, and I'm glad you, you you guys brought that back. Yeah, well, you all complained so much, so hmm. we decided to bring it back. <laughs> Jerry was very responsible for bringing I, that I back. I tried to talk people out of it, yeah. but uh, it wasn't happening. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't. It's a wonderful tomato. I vouch for oh, it. Oh, yeah, it is. You don't like the taste of it, do you? No, you're not oh, going to yeah, win like this argument, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but thanks, thanks for calling th- and have thanks a Thanks for the week. info, okay? You too. Take care. Bye bye. Okay, All thank right. you. Thanks, Marty. 210-308-8867. Evelyn is on the line at 210-308-8867. Evelyn. Welcome Hello, to Millburgers uh, Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourselves? Good. All right. Um, I want to ask, uh, what can I water my pot plants uh, that have fire ants in there? One is uh, Althea and one is a uh, uh, jalapeno pepper. Yeah, all, all you need is a spinosad-containing product. Oh, okay. Or if you got if you got other insecticides around, yeah, like malathion. But it's yeah, okay. Because you you, you can you can uh, mix it like you were going to spray it on, like a tablespoon and a gallon of water. Don't don't mm-hmm. use that. Don't use acetate in the pepper. No, and then then water then uh, water your plant with that mixture. Okay, but I can use a spinosad for the pepper then, then right? Right, right. Okay, right. That's all I need. I had two and three-quarter inches of rain last weekend. Wow. wow. Way to go, Evan. <laughs> Good work. How's your horse herb looking? Yeah. Yeah, just mention the horse herb. It's growing uh, like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew if I didn't, Jerry would. Without asking that. <laughs> what, else, what else have you got in your garden, Evelyn? Anything have- new this year? Yes, I have tomatoes, and they got a little tomatoes on them I saw this morning. And I have uh, green beans and cucumbers and onions, of course. What and tomato do you have? I have a celebrity, a tycoon, and two of the rodeo tomatoes. I All right, girl. You're on top of it. Evelyn knows what she's doing. Of course. 
Oh, he's listening well, to you guys every weekend, so I just should know it. There you go. Oh, and she's still doing well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not our fault. <laughs> okay, you have a happy Easter. Thank you. Thank Bye, you, Evelyn. guys. You too. Bye-bye, Evelyn. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I got a... I want to encourage everybody to look at the pretty blue bonnet pictures that we got on plantanswers.com. I've got a, a, about four or five galleries, in other words, a list, li, or a listing of all the, uh, the pictures that we've taken over the years that you can look at all the blue bonnet pictures. And on the red, white, and blue blue bonnets, which on the front page, the uh, I've got uh, two, four new pictures on there that were sent in. Uh, one from uh, Billy McKenzie. Yeah. And forwarded on to me by Milton. Thank Glad you, Milton. And he's got two pictures there. One in in, in front of his church. And one uh, by the uh, sign that says, Welcome for, the, welcome the Fellowship. And uh, now what I need to ask Billy is, he, he must not have planted many reds. Because in, in his prettiest pictures, he's only got one red bloom. And in front of the Welcome uh, the Fellowship, uh, you can only see one or two reds. So I don't know whether reds uh, didn't come up or whether they reverted back to blue or what. The second t- two pictures that we've got on there, and the way you see these, you go to plantanswers.com, the website, let it load, and then you'll see blue bonnet pictures circling around the, around the uh, subject matter. And then you see it says, see all pictures, see all the pictures. It's in very small letters. And uh, so that's where you see them all in display. And, uh, of course, our man uh, Ray, I'm sorry I can't pronounce your last name, Ray, but uh, he sent some of the most spectacular pictures I've ever seen of... uh, of bees of a bee on a blue bonnet. Yeah, I remember that. And the, the deal is, it's on a white blue bonnet. Mm-hmm. That's probably the first picture ever taken of bees on a white blue bonnet. Wow. He's got a close up and got a, a distant picture. And uh, one of the pictures he sent uh, shows a blue bonnet, white. Uh, with the bee and the seed pod, a very healthy seed pod on there. And so, uh, what 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 people Calvin said in his uh, his article, if you want uh, in your this week in the garden, if you want your reef wildflowers to naturalize, they need to be allowed to mature and drop their seed. Resist mowing the plants down until the seeds are produced and scattered. Well, the problem that most people have, they've never grown blue bonnets and stuff, they don't know when the seed is mature. Uh, they may think that green pod is mature seed. 
So uh, uh, Ray and I are going to put together some uh, individual pictures of uh, different uh, stages of maturity of the blue bonnet seed. Uh, that'll be on plantanswers.com. And so then you'll be able to look at the pictures and determine whether yours is ready to harvest or not. I got a, a uh, email uh, from a listener, and he's wondering about the uh, whether the deer eat the sweet tater uh, ornamental. Sweet, sweet, yes, they do. They do. Okay. So <laughs> that, that won't be. Uh, I'm pretty sure they do, and yeah. the deer will too. Yeah, what did you think? The de- that's what the question was, the deer. Yeah. yeah. I started to mention that a while ago. I think the deer lead to coldest, too. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, was, well, we uh, talked about I didn't know. I, I used to use uh, sweet potato uh, ornamental, but I don't think I ever used it in deer with anything they could reach. But I just took it for granted that they would eat it up. Yeah, I think they will. I'm pretty sure they will. But we can have that guy try it. That person try it. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 AM. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. On behalf of everybody at Millburgers, we want to wish you and your family a safe and happy Easter holiday. I want to tell you about some of the things that are on sale. You know, Trace alluded to the fact that he was going to put stuff on sale that has never been on sale before, and I think I know what he's talking about. One of them is the Marguerite Sweet Potato Vine, an attractive heart-shaped leaf that remains lime in color throughout the season, has trailing habit of growth, plant in sun to shade, great for mass planting hanging baskets or container. You ready for this? In the four-inch pot, 98 cents each. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on blue bonnets, pink gara, blue plumbago, gold star esperanza, tropical hibiscus. This is one of my favorites. August beauty gardenia. They're absolutely gorgeous, and they're now just fourteen eighty-eight. regularly nineteen ninety-nine. Boston fern hanging baskets, and much, much more. For all the details, go to millburgernursery.com, where you can find out how you can get curbside service from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. A reminder, tomorrow's show will be from Easter of last year, but uh, still a little bit of music, a little bit of talk, so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We encourage you to listen to it. And again, Millburgers is closed tomorrow, but they want to wish you and your family a very safe and happy Easter, so be careful and have a have a great holiday um, yeah, and it's these weird times. All right, two. I want, I want to mention that uh, yeah. all the sale items that we've been talking about today mm-hmm. are still going to be on sale on Monday. On Monday, yeah, April thirteenth. Yeah, so, uh, they'll all. So, uh, Tracy's got a. Uh, uh, we haven't even mentioned twenty percent off of roses. No, mention it. And I think this is. <laughs> I think this is all of them. Yeah, I think so. Modern hybrid tea, floor bundles, multi-floors, ground-to-floors, miniatures, climbers, old garden roses, shrub roses, knockouts, and drift roses. 
You sound like all types and sizes, twenty percent. You sound like Bubba from Forrest Gump. Uh, <laughs> Drip roses, floribunda, multibunda. <laughs> but, but anyway, that if you didn't, uh, if you something going on today, or you're getting ready for Easter tomorrow. Uh, there'll be a there'll be he got plenty of stock here. Yeah, and it'll still be open on uh, on Monday. Monday. Yeah. Yeah, that hadn't that hadn't slowed the traffic down much. I mean, people, nope. Lots of folks out here shopping. Yeah. Most of them wearing masks and being careful. But. I'm I'm wondering if I need to go out and tell those people that are buying blue bonnets to remove the blue. You should. They should just channel everybody through you. Yeah, I see a lot of people that need my help. I can tell that they're, they're not they're not well. I think prone you, to cut take, well, taking those blooms off. There's one on the ground there that oh, no. uh, no, it's must have heard they were supposed to cut the flowers off. Uh, it. It just, it right it just jumped. Yeah. Okay. So is Jeremy doing anything uh, anymore? No, his, uh, I, he hadn't got one scheduled for this week. Okay. I appreciate everybody that tuned in uh, last week, last Tuesday. I also want to mention, uh, for people that are shut in and have computers, the... Upcoming webinar, webinar, well, webinar, webinar, webinar for April. Okay. And I'm uh, thinking about listing them on uh, PlantAnswers.com. Uh, I'm playing around with that idea, but anyway, the the ones that they're going to have, uh, they've got six webinars below uh, uh, listed, and the good news is the saws. To Saul's Water Saver Rewards members, there's a survey, monkey monkey quiz, what the hell that is, that will need to be completed after each webinar. The survey will open at 2 p.m. after the webinar ends and close at 8 p.m. the same day. Be sure and complete the survey before it's closed to earn your points. For uh, the water saver rewards. Yeah, that's if you're participating in that sauce yeah, program. Yeah. And, but uh, uh, the webinars are yeah are excellent. Good information, uh, Molly Keck and David. Yeah, Rodriguez. And I knew people were concerned. They, you know, David canceled his uh, or had to cancel his talk out here at Millburgers. But Tuesday, April fourteenth, from one to two. It's more than just mowing the lawn, lawn, I assume. It's turf turf grass by David Rodriguez. And then Wednesday, April 15th, from 1 to 2, Bugs That Hurt the Lawn by Molly Gleck. Check, check. Um, And then uh, if you want something on vegetable gardening, that's on uh, Tuesday, April 21st. That's a week later from 1 to 2. The plants that David uh, David Rodriguez is talking about. How you li- how you like that title, Milton? Oh, I was helping somebody. What was that? The Plants. What is it? That's his title of his talk on... Uh, What's the title again? <laughs> April 21st, Tuesday. Oh, okay. The Plants. Well, that's pretty. You know if it grows. He knows. He knows. Oh man, does he know? <laughs> and he knows can, before it grows. I think you can can 
type in uh, questions, can't you, on these webinars? Oh, absolutely, yeah. So this is a well, you can ask seat. questions too. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's two way seat. And uh, it's easy. Yeah, and, don't 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 be. Uh, it's very easy to participate. Yeah, you uh, know, not a real elaborate process you have to go through. And I think uh, go to the uh, uh, Texas A and M AgriLife Extension, the Bear Bear County office, and all that information is available. And Jerry Mapey put it on Plant Answers. Yeah, I'll put it on Plant Answers so people can it be on the front page, kind of lower front page. And uh, he can be doing one on growing citrus in your patio and landscape uh, Tuesday, April 28th from 1 to 2. And uh, <laughs> uh, Molly's talking about on uh, Wednesday the 29th from 1 to 2, pests that reduce that vitamin C. I don't know. Okay, that sounds interesting. <laughs> And uh, so I've I've got a I've <laughs> I've put a I put on the I'm gonna put on the announcement the secret to this and I try I tried to sign up for this thing. You don't sign you can't sign up until the th- seminar begins. Yeah, you want to be there. You got to be there when the seminar begins. Yeah, and it it I, I'll write on planetary.com how to. Uh, Click on there and get get into there and, and it, take it take advantage of those. Symbols. Yeah, well, you know it's got to be easy to do because I participated yeah. in two of them and didn't have any trouble. Have you? Yeah, both of Mount Molly's uh, in, insect uh, courses and they okay. were great. And right. you waited till they started and then I didn't wait them. till they started. I was maybe it's the same day. Oh yeah, you got a little room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There were 102 people on the one, one yeah, of those. Yeah, you just get there a little ahead of time, and then it, it tells you to wait. And as soon as the host starts the meeting, yeah, everybody gets let in. Yeah. All right. And Greg and 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 uh, Greg's doing one. No, David will stay there as long as you have questions to ask. All right. Just as long as you have questions to ask, he'll be there at midnight answering questions. Oh, that's. Do they have to be plant questions? Yeah. Okay. And That's personal right. questions. Okay, so to. whatever questions you have about anything, David. <laughs> hey, Lonnie's on. Did, did, we, did we cover everyone? Yeah, I'm, I think I covered everything. Lonnie is on the line at 210-308-8867. Lonnie, welcome to Milburgh's yes. Gardening South Texas. Thank you so What's much. Happy Easter early. Happy Easter to you. Um, I'm trying to identify a little wildflower that... Uh, I, well, uh, it, it, it's in my backyard, and it's uh, maybe barely an inch across, a yellow flower, barely an inch across. doesn't have a well-defined center separate and apart from the uh, outer petals, but they're, they're, they're kind of spiked-looking. Uh, and the leaves are kind of, uh, well, not not what it calls serrated exactly, but it has... Uh, Let's see, one, two, three, looks like four four leaves, uh, sort of triangular uh, arrayed along the uh, central vein. And uh, the and uh, flower is yellow? Yellow, yes, uh-huh. What? 
Describe again. What are we? You're trying to. We're trying to it's identify a wildflower. It, it, uh, uh, trying to identify a uh, small yellow flower. Um, it, it doesn't. How large? I'm sorry. Yellow. I'm, I'm having trouble here now. Yeah, uh, Barry, if you could bring them up just a little bit. A uh, small yellow flower, perhaps uh, maybe barely an inch across in diameter, um, and it doesn't have a well-defined center. But the but the little petals, <coughs> pardon me, <coughs> the little petal petals are kind of spiked, like um, it's a bright yellow. But I, as I said about the well-defined center, it's maybe maybe a darker center, perhaps uh, sort of an orange, barely. That ring the bells. Well, let's see. No. There's, there's one. I was saying. <laughs> I was trying to think of a place you could go to search for that wildflower. Maybe uh, uh, Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center has a okay. has a search for wildflowers. What is that? What, what is the, What is the uh, dandelion? The other dandelion uh, besides the uh, well. Well, is it, yeah, is it, how tall is the plant? Is the plant uh, three feet it's tall? It's a very low-growing. It's a low-growing little plant, and the uh, the flower itself. It, I'm looking for this one that I picked that has uh, a stem that perhaps is um, maybe six, seven inches tall. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't from the description. I can't. I can't uh, recognize it. Okay. Go, go, now, in, go into uh, wildseedfarms.com and uh, mm-hmm. or or Lady Bird Johnson. Which yeah, one? Yeah, or Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center. Okay. And let me, let look me at ask, their wildflower pictures. Let me ask you there, the doctors. Um, used to, uh, when we traveled to Houston quite a bit um, in the springtime, you could see huge patches of blue bonnets followed thereupon by uh, equally huge patches of Indian paintbrush. I never right. see Indian paintbrush anywhere anymore. What happened? They, uh, Indian paintbrush uh, grows better in sandy soil, where the soil is a little bit more sandy. Yes, uh, uh, and then blue, bon- blue bonnets uh, grow their best in the... They'll grow in sandy soil. There's actually a species that grows only in sandy soil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harvardia, uh, not Harvardia. Uh, anyway, and uh, so, but and the, the, the paintbrush is kind of thinned out as you come closer to San Antonio and the heavy clays. Mm-hmm. It's it's well. nothing. It's, it's not that they're di- disappearing. It's it's they've always been. In the sandier soils, but are, are you're aware that how they used to grow on the highways between on I ten between San Antonio and Houston, you uh, have these huge yeah, patches. Yeah, I think they still do. Yeah, uh, you're saying yeah. they're not over there? Well, I never see them anymore. Okay, and, right. and I've gone to I've gone to the area where I used to see them quite a bit outside of Seguin, going towards a, uh, a Kennedy or Yorktown. There was this country road. I do not know the FM numbers, but uh, there'd be pretty good size patches of, of paintbrush. So, yeah, I see them. I see them all the time down around Poteet, around the hockey okay. place. But okay. because of the, but that's sand. 
But uh, yes. maybe they just didn't have the right growing conditions this year. But the, fear not, the seed is still there. Okay, so, uh, real good. <laughs> if they get the right growing conditions, they'll they'll come back thick again. But they are notorious for not uh, germinating as quickly or as readily as a uh, uh, blue bonnets, aren't they? Uh, well, there's the seed is very small. Yeah, there's a there's a whole series of those wildflowers, and each has a different ideal situation. Right. So uh, Coreopsis, I haven't seen much Coreopsis this year either, right. which is usually a kind of a dominating plant. Okay, well, I'll have to uh, stretch my net a little bit farther and wider, I guess, see if I can find there it. There you go. <laughs> well, don't Thank worry, so they'll be back. Thanks, Lonnie. Okay. Bye, Lonnie. Thank you. Bye. All right, got about a minute left. What else do we need to cover? Again, we're not going to be here tomorrow. Oh, no. So we'll be doing the best of from Easter of last year. So hope you enjoy that. And well, Neil, Neil is in today's paper uh, talked about uh, liking Turk's cap a lot. Hmm. Uh, that's the one I have down the hill that, that I never water and dries out during drought and blooms during drought. And uh, Neil always says it. Turk's cap grows best in the early morning sun. It'll grow in full shade too. Then shade balance of the day. I, I don't. I think he's giving, making it too tender. I think it'll grow in full sun. I know it'll grow in full sun. Keep it moist at all times. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't water mine for a year and a half. Yeah, it's a good. We always say it's a good xeriscape plant. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. We got to take a break and say goodbye for today. And thanks to Barry doing a great job back at the station, getting all your calls on the air, and of course. Thanks to you for listening. All right. I'm Milton Glick. See you next week here. Uh, We're back tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer Heaven. Happy Easter.